Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Again. No. Enemies close. Roger. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? It's opinion. I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Yes, guys, I'm Si. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Rodri Gigs on Football. We are here to talk all things football, and it's been a busy, busy week. There's lots to discuss. We've got the playoff finals this weekend, the last day of the Premier League, the relegation battle, top four settled, champions crowned. Plenty to discuss. And I just realised Will hasn't sent me the uh, Super 6 update, so we haven't got a, a, any update on that. All I can tell you is I'm still ahead of Rodri. And I scored more points than him that last week. So, what more do we need, really? But uh, <clears throat> if Will sends it to me during the show, I'll, I'll come back to it. But uh, as always, please do check out the Sports Social as well. Uh, all the audio versions of these shows go onto the Sports Social Podcast Network. We thank them for their support, as always. And uh, if you prefer to listen to your podcasts, that's where to get them. And uh, yes, but uh, as always, I'm joined by the man himself. The Wanderer, he's been around many a club, including in Salford City, FC United, Aberystwyth Town, Bangor. Where else, mate? Rodri Giggs, welcome, my friend. Mm, where else? Kids Grove. Mind you, was only there a few months, Kids Grove. So I won't count that one. Yeah, mate. Been yeah. around the block, mate. Yeah, it's good, mate. Good. It's been a, it's been a, seems like loads has happened this week in the world of football. It's uh, it's crazy, man, crazy. So let's start. Let's start at the top of the league and work our way down. Man City, crowned champions. Arsenal kind of fell apart a bit towards the end. I think um, they you know, pressure got I, too much, didn't it? Yeah, and I look. I know there's been this big discussion about whether they bottled it or not, and we kind of we've talked about it a couple of times. I think they did, but I also don't blame them as a young squad and stuff and it they just didn't have the depth and the experience to get through it man city are just a machine when they get going um but i gotta say i did call nottingham forest beating them on the weekend so well done me but uh congratulations to nottingham forest as well wait wait, wait whoa, 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 whoa. rewind 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 cool. rewind you didn't have them on your soccer six i didn't have them on my soccer six but oh, i right. said in no, the no, show no, no. that i fancied so, so rewind that's a false statement 
You either pick one or the other. You can't say one and then do the other. Mm. No. Yeah, well. But, you know, Forrest, mate, I think they started off slow, didn't they, in, the, in the, this year? They had so many new players and stuff like that. But they yeah, kind of gradually a good, a good got it together. He's done yeah, a very, good. very good job. Good manager. Yeah, yeah, he's done a very, very good job. And on the subject of managers, mate, I think you can look at Deserby at Brighton, done an awesome job. I think Eddie Howe's done a fantastic job. I think Ten Hag's done a fantastic job. Uh, Silver at Fulham, I think,'s done a great job. What about Lampard? Has he done a good job? I can get into him, mate. Brentford, Frank's done a great job. Um, I think David Moyes has done a good job to get to the Europa League final at the expense of the Premier League without really being in the relegation battle. There was a little period where they were like, oh, maybe they get dragged into it. But Yeah, you've missed the manager out. But Gone. Who's next? Who have I missed? Gone. I'm thinking if you missed out of all the names. Come in and change the club round. He's just won more than one and now in the top half of it. In the seventh, sixth. Oh, Villa, of course. Yeah. Emery. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there, there you go. go. So there's a few managers who've done a tremendous job. Let's talk about the managers down the bottom. I think the Leicester situation, I think it was a difficult situation to come into because they were already in deep trouble. But I don't think he's come in and made too much of it. Oh, Gary, you know what, I, think, the way, well, I think somewhere these owners make, make a change. Just because they think a new manager will suddenly something will spark and start winning like games, mm. doesn't always happen that way. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah, they kind of want that boost. And look, Brendan Rodgers, I think overall, well, we've seen yeah, three teams, haven't we? Leicester, yeah, Leeds. Leeds, even Sean Dyche hasn't really been able to turn it Sean, around. Then that's four then, because I think of another one. Chelsea, uh, Frank Lampard. Yeah. Oh, mate, Chelsea. Talk about them in a sec. Um, just before we talk about Chelsea, I want to say um, I thought I think Everton are going to go down, mate. But we'll talk about that a bit later. Gary O'Neill's done a tremendous job at Bournemouth, mate. Because at one point, yeah, they looked that, is it? done. They looked done at one point. They looked like they were just sliding down the league, and he has just got them playing well. And I thought even against United on the weekend. They don't. They don't. They do look like they haven't got like a striker who's going to get the goals to really push them on at the moment. But as a, you know, the general football they play, the way they defend, he's got them set up nice. Um, Frank Lampard, mate, has he had taken into account both his spell at Everton and his spell at Chelsea? Has he had the worst ever season as a Premier League manager for a Premier League manager? Because if he was at Chelsea any longer, they would have been in a relegation battle. And when you uh, look at... Yeah, I had to put it on, on uh, me because they get, look, I'm getting that static again. Remember to get that static again, but it's gone now. So, um, I don't know. There's some, there've been some bad ones, aren't there? Some like, like 12 or 14 points in the season. No. So yeah, so the way it works out is the worst, um, the lowest point total ever is Derby, who had eleven throughout the whole season. Obviously, went down back in quite a while, a while ago. Um, but if you if you was to kind of multiply Frank Lampard's time at Chelsea, so it covered the full season, even if you give him a couple of wins, I think they end up with like sixteen points. And like that's just not good enough with that squad that they've got. And I get, you know, it's not just down to him. There was another other managers there previously. I think a lot of it's got to do with the ownership. But with that squad, they should be doing better. And for instance, last night against United, they just gave up. They just fell apart, bar maybe two players, which was the oh, I've forgotten his name, Felix, who scored. And one of the lads, uh, Enzo Fernandez, I'd say they, they were the only two who didn't just completely just bin it off. It was shocking for a, for a top Premier League side, supposedly, to just completely switch off and effectively give up. I thought was unbelievable, especially because in the first half, Chelsea could have had a couple of goals if they could finish. Do you agree with that, mate? Because I think ta- the tactically, I think Lampard's dreadfully but dreadful. Um, yeah, it's, it's not been good for him. It's not been good. Um, and I don't know where he goes from here. 
know, we've seen managers drop down. We've seen Mark Hughes in League in League One, League Two, with Bradford City. Is he, is he going to have to start somewhere right at the bottom again? I don't know because it's been dreadful. But it doesn't matter how many big money players you buy in, bring in. If you don't have someone at the end of the, the, the pitch scoring the goals, it's going to be a long, long, long afternoon for you. And they're just not scoring. They had some good chances. That hurts. You need to question these people who brought these people, these players into the club. Because, uh, yeah, uh, I know some of them are a young team, but why so many? Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, they're in a real, real situation down there at Chelsea at the minute because even if Poch comes in, which is, is rumours he's going to come in, they look bad yesterday. Bad. They're going to have to have a fire sale, mate. But, but you know, I, I know, you know when your confidence is low, you've not got no one scoring at the back of the, the goals and you're making schoolboy errors at the back, you've got no chance. Best at Old Trafford on a, on a, on a night match. Yeah, it's just, it's bizarre, mate. And I think I, what I will never understand, and I mentioned this earlier in the season with Maguire, is there's certain players and managers who seem to get like almost like a free pass from the media, from the radio, from the sky, from BT, the rest of it. Like Frank Lampard's record as a Premier League manager compared to Solskjaer's time at United, Solskjaer's time is like, Way, way better, way better. Yeah, Solskjaer's the one who gets ridiculed, gets abuse on social media, gets made out like he was like this clown manager who's like one of the worst managers in history. Do me a favour. Like, if you look at his finishes and look what he did with United compared to what Lampard did at Chelsea the first time, what he did at Everton and what he did at Chelsea, Lampard's dreadful, mate. And how any a Premier League club could look at what he's done this season... And think he's my guy, but he'll get a job, mate. Guarantee he'll get a job. Someone will take him on. So I have to, I have to stop you there. Compare it with Mikel Arteta, and Ollie's season when he comes second is better in every way. Stats, points. They didn't even. They haven't really won a trophy. Um. Yeah. Ollie's season when he comes second is better than Arsenal's Mick Arteta this year. I've seen that like this week somewhere and I looked at the stats and every single one. I think and it, one. And the interesting thing is with that is the reason that Solskjaer didn't kick on because after that season they signed very little after he finished second. Same as when, when Mourinho finished second behind City. Uh, City signed Riyad Mahrez. And United signed Lee Grant, Fred, and Dallow. <clears throat> you like that's not close. That's those three players, with all due respect, are never going to cl- close the gap on. I think it was eighteen points or nineteen points they finished behind City. And what Arsenal have got to do now is they've got to back Arteta. So if Arteta wants Declan Rice for a hundred million, they've got to give him that money. If he thinks that Declan Rice is the guy that's going to help them have another title challenge and maybe get a trophy next year they've got to give him they've got to go go and get him if you know whoever casado or whoever else they've been linked with they've got to back arteta because if they don't arsenal will finish fifth or sixth next year because if they just keep it the same united will get better chelsea should get better i want to go back to chelsea in but liverpool should be better city will keep doing what they're doing newcastle could literally they're in the champions league now so they can effectively try to sign anyone they want. They got the money. Um, whether they would get those big, big players is another discussion. But like all these clubs are going to get better. Then you've got Brighton who are on the brink of that. They've got like this decision to make. Are they happy with what they are? Or do they want to spend a bit of money and try and kick on and get a Champions League space? Like Arsenal, Spurs, uh, Spurs sorry. Like they have to back Arteta now. If they don't back him this summer or they kind of half arse it and they give him rice but then they won't give him any more I think they could there's no guarantee they get top four next year which I know sounds incredible when you think they're the closest things to City at the moment yeah I'm going to have to if it keeps on I'm going to have to change my phone because this static's doing that um, 
it's that crap that he did. But yeah, um, yeah, they're talking about can say that one. You talk fucking extract like mad. Mm-hmm. Um, can, I think they're going to have to get like can say though and rise. No, or rise and someone else. You can't just buy one player. It has to be. It has to be two or three now. Because if they get strong, they've got the experience now. They've been in that position before. I'm sure if they got in that position again, they'll handle it now. But um, yeah, City are going to get there. United certainly going to get there. Chelsea are definitely going to get there. Liverpool will definitely get there. And I think I'm not worried about Tottenham. 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 Mm-hmm. And then got turned down Newcastle. by another manager, didn't they? What? Spurs got turned down by another manager. Like it's getting almost embarrassing at this point. Pochettino turned them down. Um, I've forgotten his name, Arnie something um, from, I think, the German league. Um, mate, just saying, when you were speaking then, you were super robotic. So I don't know whether you want to switch over yet. Um, right, while well, Rodders switches over, if anyone's got any question, questions in the chat, get them in now. I'm happy to answer them. Uh, Gaz, I know you sent a question over for earlier. I will get give Rodri that now in a minute when he comes back. As soon as he's got a decent connection, I'll get him back. <clears throat> um, next week, we're going to have... Um, an FA Cup final pre-tactical preview dropping. We're going to have a few bits and pieces. Got a few new show. New show on Saturday dropping with Terry Phillips, my story, which is a good one for football fans. Lots of good stories about uh, Brian Clough, Marky Mackay, Dave Jones, all these different uh, guys. But yeah, but, kind of going back to what you were saying, mate, about yeah, Arsenal. Uh, they need, I think they need a striker as well because, hey, Zeus, as good as he is, I do think he tends to get an injury a season. Where he's out for a few months. Uh, yes, but you know, give that Eddie Nick, uh, Eddie Nick, Nick, Nick Attire, yeah, and, uh, give him the credit as well. Yeah, give him credit. He, he did well when he come on. He scored some goals. He dried up, uh, uh, you know, at the business end. But no, I don't think when you bring, you know, then they've got what three strikers, four strikers. I don't think you can have that in this modern game unless they can unless they can do a job on, on the left or the right, which Jesus can do. Uh, he's done for City. Um, so you need strength in depth, mate. You need strength, but you need yeah. strength. You need you don't need numbers now. You need quality numbers that you change it and it doesn't weaken it. Like City do when they change it, it doesn't really weaken it. That's what United have got to strive to. That's what Newcastle have got to do now. Well, ultimately, and, I think and, that's what's cost United and Arsenal, isn't it? And is Arsenal, that, yeah, those changes. 100%. So. I, I would look on. I would keep an eye on McTominay uh, and Rice getting swapped in a little bit of dough. You've got to use your assets. And uh... well, mate, funny. I'm glad you brought that up because um, I've seen a few reports this week. West Ham linked with Maguire and McTominay, and then United are linked with Declan Rice. And I'm thinking, surely you're going to put one of them in a deal with him and bring the price down forty million, because I think United fans. If they can get rid of Maguire, say, for instance, and pay sixty-five million for Declan Rice, I think that's more stomach like it's more palatable than hundred million. Because a hundred million, I he's not a hundred million pound player to me. Like if I'm getting a hundred million pound player, I want someone who is like Yeah, but Enzo Fernandez is not a hundred million pound player. Anthony's not a ninety pound million. No, no, player. I do get that. But so, if I'm paying 100 million, I'm looking at like your Mbappe's, your Canes, your Oshermans. People will get you off your seat in excitement. Now, the other aspect of it is, is De- Declan Rice. Declan Rice, mate, right, has been phenomenal for England and for West Ham. Okay, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I think he's a very good midfielder. I think he's got potential to be holding midfielder, but I think he can also be like a box to box midfielder and kind of play a bit more attacking than he does at West Ham. But playing at West Ham, who play quite defensive under David Moyes, not defense, you know, not park the bus, but they play quite a low block and he sits quite deep. That's a very different job to what he would be asked to do if he went and played for Arsenal or United, where they play a much higher line. He's going to be asked to go press. So here's a stat for you. Lewis Dunk, who's a central defender, has got higher pressing stats than Declan Rice, who's a holding midfielder who's supposed to break up play and intercept stuff. So, I mean, 
there's no guarantee is what I'm saying, I guess, that Declan Rice can replicate his form at West Ham at a bigger club who play a bit more higher up the pitch and stuff. Now, he might. He, of course he might. But if you're going to pay 100 million, you kind of want a guarantee. But then, then, then he might become more of a, a goal-scoring midfield. You, you never know. He might, though, isn't it? and it's a 100 million gamble. So, to me... But it's still a full England international course, yeah. midfielder. Younger, the right age, you're gonna have him for the next five, six, seven, eight years. Yeah, I know, I agree with that. So he's uh, not he's not an hundred million pound player, no, but the, the price at the minute are the prices. You know, look yeah. going to the supermarket, looking going but, to a local shop, seven pounds fifty for sixteen sixteen for our Rochers, it was five pounds <laughs> three months ago. Then, on the other side of it though, mate, right, you've got so say United have been linked with Rice and Mason Mount today, uh, this week, to sign both of them. Which, on paper, I think, oh, that makes sense. Declan Rice can fill in for Casemiro. He could also play alongside him. Mason Mount is probably the equivalent of your Sabitza. You're probably a bit better than McTominay and, and Fred. Um, but then I'm thinking, 100 million for Declan Rice, and they're talking like 65 million for Mason Mount with a year on his contract, and he's just had a shocking season. But I, if you go out to Europe, there's players who you can get for like 30 million, who I would argue certainly better than Mason Mount and debatable whether they're as good as Declan Rice. So if you're United and you're not sure how much money you've got and you've only got a bit and you've got a sell to buy, why would you go and spend 165 million plus Kane as well? So say 260 million on three English players. Two of two of which I grant you would be good signings. One debatable. When you could go and get for that money, less than that, you could go and get proven European young talent that can do the same job, if not better. Mm, it's... Like it's an so, obsession, so always, isn't it? It's always a risk though when you're buying outside the Premier League as well, isn't it? But you know. Yeah. You've got yeah. uh, this, this, yeah, it's just, everything's a risk, mate. Everything's a risk, yeah. They've, got, they've got to get it right because they're, 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 they're behind City by a long way. So, uh, Gaz, who's in the chat, sent me a, a question earlier today. Um, because <clears throat> me and him were kind of talking on DMs because we were watching loads of people were arguing, uh, United fans and West Ham fans were arguing because West Ham fans last night during the United game was saying the reason United want Declan Rice is because he's better than Casemiro. And a few West Ham fans were saying, Declan Rice, there's not one attribute that Casemiro is better than Declan Rice at. And this guy piped up and said, the only thing Declan Rice is better than at Casemiro is he's taller. And then the next comment is, they're both six foot one. <laughs> I want, But Gaz wanted your opinion on... Casemiro versus Declan Rice as players, not necessarily like we all know what Casemiro's won. If Declan Rice had been in that Real Madrid side, would he have won five Champions Leagues as well? Ooh, good question. Um, different players, different players. You know, uh, Casemiro's not really fast. Um, not it's really. Reading the game is intelligent. Box, yeah, it's reading. His intelligence is his weight of pass. His timing of his runnings, see these goals he's, he scored this season. So yeah, um, different players, but um, better. Mm, difficult on that. Casemiro, I thought like the last two or three games for United, I think he's been exceptional. Last night, I just thought he was. He made the Chelsea midfield look like kids like they were kind of like the young upstarts who were you know might one day be good but he was just like the king and he was just in every single facet of the game he was two steps ahead and you can't coach that like the unfortunate thing for if you're a united fan is that he's probably in the last part of his career there's probably a couple of years and he's probably going to need to be replaced but We've as got a five-year contract, mate. When they when when they signed Casemiro, everyone raised their eyebrow because I don't see why. Why what's going to be different in two years than, than than now? He can't run, so and he's doing this with 
where you this... can't really you sprint. So it's it's all positional experience. So why two years you yeah. can play like this for that for his for out of his contract? He um you see and I mean that's part I think that's also why Ten Hag clearly wants like a Declan Rice or a um but you put the, him next what's to the him. one from Barca he wanted? but you uh, put, put him name. next to him. Yeah. Frankie de Jong. That's why he wants them to play alongside Casemiro to be the energy, to be the legs, but also not just being someone who can run around because Fred can do be the legs. He wants someone who can sit next to him, have the energy, be the legs, but as also can you know pass through the lines and be that sort of linchpin at the back. And like to me, Frankie de Jong is the best midfielder in the world at doing that job alongside what they want to play alongside Casemiro. Um, but I also think Declan Rice would be a great choice to play that. And the one thing with the Declan Rice and Mason Mount thing is I didn't realise till this morning, Declan Rice, Luke Shaw and Mason Mount grew up together. Yeah. So for them, you imagine like your two best mates as a kid, if you got the chance to play at one of the biggest football clubs in the world together, like that's like, I don't think that should be kind of overlooked. I think no, that's... No. That's yeah. what dreams are made of, I think, for you for young kids. They're all yeah. young as well. Um, how is Luke Shaw not in the Premier League team of the season, mate? That's unbelievable. Not one United player in that, by the way. Third yeah. best team in the league at the moment, on as it stands. Yeah, Luke. I would say the ones that sort of stand out for not being in it would be Luke Shaw, Martinez, Casemiro, and Ronaldo. Uh, Rashford, sorry, not Ronaldo. Um, now, I'm not saying that they should all be in, but to not have any of those four in, I think, is puzzling. And it feels a bit like anti-United, just to, for the sake of it. But, you know. Um, what did you make of the United performance last night versus, uh, versus Chelsea? Because I thought, potentially, it was a bit of a banana skin before, even though Chelsea have been dreadful. You just well, felt like chances, Chelsea could they? be up for it. They had chances, so if they take the chances, it's a different, it could have a different story. But like I said before, the, the confidence is shot, and they've got no one to stick the ball in the back of them. Yeah, for, for for Farner at the back looks like he needs a break mentally. Like he was giving the ball away. He gave just realised that says that says winger. I play striker for Salford City. Didn't yeah. really play winger for them. Oh, okay. But anyway, go on. Um, yeah, I could for, play both though. Go on. Yeah, of course you could. Versatile, mate. Versatile. I think um, for Farner, when he came in at Chelsea, he looked the real deal, looked a good good footballer. And like I'm looking at him now and he just looks shot mentally. Like he made so many mistakes last night. He gave the ball away in his own box for the Rashford goal. And they, the problem which Chelsea have got is they've got like 30 players. So when Poch comes in, He's got to look at all those thirty players, and then he's got to well, shift out. Gonna go, aren't they? So, but he's got to shift out, like say ten, to make room to bring say, his own players in. He could go. Diago Silva. He could go. Mason Mount's reported to be going. Uh, Loftus Cheek. He's been around for nothing. He's not doing nothing. There's probably a few, a couple, couple others that they could get rid of. So there's, you know, five or six, six or seven. Yeah, I think Have they got, Havertz, get him yeah, out. God, man, out. He's dreadful, he is. Out. Yeah, they got to they got to make some sense. Raheem Sterling, you know, dropped from the England squad. Do you think Shopping. he regrets moving from City to them? No, it's no, it's a mentality. This it's not. It's nothing to do with the team. It's it's him. He looks like not interested. Like he's got he's his money. He's back home, and he's just like, you know, just chilling. Early retirement. Yep. Just gonna take his money and show running about like a mini little T Rex. Another one who in, another one who impressed me last night was Jaden Sancho, played the full 90. And um, I gotta say he looks much more comfortable on the right, but you started to see some of those silky skills. He was pressing, he was working hard. Every time he got the ball, he was a threat. Same thing. The confidence just, thing, isn't it? Yep, same thing. More confidence, the better he'll get. Because at the minute he's not going full pelt, taking risks. Um, yeah, that's what you got to do. Yeah, and I think that's that will be encouraging for you, Ten Hag. Yeah, you know, yeah. Especially with Anthony looking... Ganache looking lively as well. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, Anthony getting injured, but 
you know these things happen yeah it was a weird one the anthony thing do you know yeah. um, so i saw west ham fans and a few other liverpool fans i think it was saying that that casemiro pass for the first goal or the, the second goal sorry was was not that good it was just an outside of the foot you know little dink to no, me he wasn't even fucking he wasn't even fucking looking at the ball looking at the man and he scooped it between two defenders at exactly speed shut up absolute quality and Sancho was clever as well because I think you know he could have shot and he just played it in for Martial yep. overall yep. a very good performance um what do you think of the people who say that City uh winning the league potentially winning the treble is kind of hollow because they've got these 115 charges um, yeah, have to wait and see is it yeah, you have to wait and see. City are by far the best team in the league. You have to wait and see the specifics and the details. But other than that, can't comment. City were the best team. End up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Tottenham getting turned down by everyone under the sun. Let's move down to the bottom of the league. Which is pretty embarrassing because Tottenham are you know, great. Should be a, one yeah. of the best grounds in the league. Historic. Uh, England captain. Ugh, yeah. Training ground to die for, uh, yeah, turmoil. Yeah, so but they're, they're, it's not they good, mate. But they're, they're not the shopping in BM for players, and, and, and now you get BM results. Well, I think that I think Ryan Mason will end up getting it. Yeah, I think I don't think they can afford to keep getting turned by managers, so I think they'll give it to him on like a two-year contract or something like a short-term it will not be a bad will not be a bad thing look, look, look what Gary O'Neill's doing so give these yeah. kids, give these young managers a chance what's the worst can you do worst we, can happen they've tried you know Mourinho they couldn't get Potch back so you know the players that seem to play for him in terms of effort and commitment so no, why not them. give him a go yep. um, right let's move down to the bottom of the league Nottingham Forest are safe as we mentioned earlier Everton are not. Leicester are not. Leeds are not. Southampton obviously already down. Um, just before we kind of delve into it, off the top of your head, who do you think is going to go be the, the three which go down? Well, I said about a month ago it's going to be Southampton, Leeds and Everton. So, uh, by the looks of it, it's probably going to be Leicester and not Everton, but you know, it's still open for three three teams to get out of it. They just need to look after their results and keep the fingers crossed. But they've all got winnable games. They've all I, got yeah. Games. I think that um, I think Bournemouth will get at least a draw against uh, Everton, which would put Everton on thirty four points. And then I also think um, Leicester at home to West Ham. Is winnable and it will depend a lot of that will depend on if West Ham rest players for the Europa League final, which they could very well do. If they rest a load of players, then I think Leicester should should be winning a, a game they've got to win. They should you're be saying winning. that you're saying that you've got players coming in that they're playing for a, a cup final, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess Leeds are at home to Tottenham. Yeah. I think they've got That's the hardest game, well, but it is winnable. Tottenham have been dreadful. Only yeah. they, the only people who are not saying how bad they've been, probably because Chelsea have been so bad. So, like, if Everton get a draw, that puts them on thirty-four. If Leicester and Leeds win, that would put them on thirty-four also, which means that Leeds potentially would go down on goal difference, and Everton would go down on goal difference. Which is uh, is fascinating. I've got a feeling. I said this a couple of weeks back. I think Everton are down. Leicester, their form is awful. They look pretty shot mentally. Can they just get that one win? Because I think if they win tomorrow, I think they'll stay up. Because I don't think all three teams will win. So, it's it's tricky to predict, mate. Because I think. On paper, you look at it and you think, oh, yeah. There's know. always a little... There's, man, there's not always, but you never know. There might be a twist. There's three games in it. And, you know, one of them's not going to win, is there? Or they could all win. They could all win. 
and that's yeah, the but... like Bournemouth, Tot- Bournemouth, Tottenham, and West Ham. None of them got anything to play for. Is the thing as well. Yeah. They could all yeah. win and and they could all lose. They're all at home. It's yeah. in so... your opinion, out of the three, Everton leads Leicester. I think Which... I think all I think all three teams win. Interesting. It is... The only one that's better, I doubt it is Tottenham. If Tottenham turn up, mm. but Leeds at home, that crowd. Tottenham not playing for anything. Probably half on the beach already. Mm. Um, or, or we'll see if they have got respect for Ryan Mason, the performance to give in. Yeah. Because this might be this might be down if they have a good result here. Right, okay, let's give them a job. They have a very good performance and win like three 0 three one. You know what? Let's give it him. Yeah. Get yeah, beat. They get beat, or they don't have a good result. They draw. Thanks, Ryan, but thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Bit. Um. Yeah, it's, it is. It is pretty tricky to predict. In your opinion, though, Everton Leicester leads, right? So if Everton go down, how bad is he? I know it's bad they've gone down, but with the squad they've got. And the new ground being built. And the new ground yes, and everything which goes with the money they've spent as well. Uh, is it them, like they look the worst out of the three going down? Because I no, think most no, people would have no, thought Leeds no. would be in there. No, Leicester just won the league about six years ago. Jesus. But I'd argue, if you look at the squad... Right, right? When, someone said, when, someone, when I was younger, when someone starts a sentence saying, but they're talking shit, they won the league six or seven. Yeah, yeah, years yeah I ago. take that. Yeah, you're right. So can't win you, the league and then get it's like Blackburn all them, all them years ago. They, they won the league and then three or four years for whatever they get relegated. You know, it's poor. It's it's great for the club obviously because it was it'll never happen again. But yeah, it's, Everton's a massive club as well. They've what, probably one of the only teams that've never been relegated from the Premier League. Or from the, the first division for years. So um yeah, it's not good. Leeds, you know, they've been up and bounced back a few times. Even though that when they've got back recently that they've they've stayed up had a good couple of years, but it'd be difficult for them to get back up. I think if Leeds get relegated, they're the ones that'll struggle to get back. Yeah, and I was looking I think at the, the other two um... will bounce back straight away. Yeah, Obviously, I mean, you'd, players you'd, from Leicester will leave. Madison, Tillemans, I think Vardy would possibly stay, um, but others would leave. Mendy, uh, Inacho, uh, Harvey Barnes, James Madison. They're not going to play championship. Championship. No, but they, they've got they, there's two hundred million quid there. Now Harvey Barnes and, uh, and Madison, there's hundred million quid, easy. Uh, you get Inacho and, and other bits that. And um, twist- we got that. Who's the boy who plays? Holding midfield for Leicester, yeah. Is it Ndidi? I'm not sure if it is. Um, yes, yeah, so they've got some sellable assets, but you know, they need, they need a manager who knows that league and get out of it. I'm sure Dean Smith knows it and get, and can get out of it. So they've got a good yeah. man, they've got a good man. They've all got good men if they go if they go down, if they keep them. You know, Salah has been there, seen it, done it. Sean Dyche has been there, and seen it, done it. So they've all got good managers to, to, to get them bouncing back up. It's if would, would they keep Sam Allardyce? I don't think they would. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose. What about um, Everton? Who do you think stays, goes, if they were to go down? Jordan Pickford, I would imagine, would go straight Jordan away. Jordan Pickford could, could probably come on the radar of some teams, I Manchester United. God, would uh, you be happy with him as a no, no, second no, replacement no, or no. a com- competition, whatever you want no, to say? No, not for me. Um who else would? Who else? Uh, Dwight McNeil, James Tarkovsky. Dwight Neil Tarkovsky would probably stay. He's just been there. He's been in the is league. It, uh, who's that midfield? Onana, is it in midfield? Onana, uh, Gray. Damari uh, Gray is a, piece of a good signing for someone, I think. Yeah. So they've got a sense as well. I think actually it's probably Leeds who've got the least amount of sellable assets when you yep. look at it in terms of like big money. Yeah, um, I was trying so, to think, like who, like who in the lead side would go to like a top eight Premier League side? It's an American kid that plays from a young, energetic American kid. What's his name? He's I like him. But apart from that, so Jack Dallas, Harrison, like Dallas, Rodrigo, Rodrigo. Yeah, Rodrigo. Tyler Adams. There's a, there's, there's, yeah, there's a, there's, there's two or three, but not, 
on the part of them like are going to Barnes or you know uh, Everton like, Neil or uh, no what's the what's the forward called Calvert Lewin Sit Lewin oh, Lee, God, mate, I would not touch him with a barge pole He'd no no it. but you know if you, you we've seen it before doesn't matter if you're yeah before, someone you will. goals in the Premier League you're gonna Sean Dice said they're ex- looking at the way he skirts and, and, and dresses and does whatever he does in his, 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 his own time. But, you know, that's why he's probably getting injured. Well, mate, they're looking into his sleep, aren't they, to see if that's the cause of why he keeps getting injured. Like, they're looking it, like it's, it's one of it's, them. You know what, just... mate? It's, po- it's possible. I've talked, talked, talked about this before. It could be his car seat. It could be his bed. It could be his couch. It could be the stuff he's eating. It could be a lot of things because I know people that have experienced this and got to the bottom of it and fixed it. You know, but, but, Didn't but, they discover your brother's um, hamstring? Yeah, it was a bed and, and driving driving uh, manual cars, clutch. Uh, so it's an array of things, but it mostly is bed. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy, these little like the little things which can make a yeah, massive it, difference. It, it, it didn't eat what didn't eat white rice, you know, brown rice, didn't have milk, all kind of all white foods, took white foods out of his diet, all loaded. So he did it was an array of things that he did. It wasn't no. just one. Um we mentioned West Ham a minute ago. Do you think West Ham will win the Europa? Yes. Who do they play? Who do they play? Dutch side. Uh, so Europa League final is Seville versus Rome. And I can't find the West Ham one. Oh, I don't want to find that out. Um, but you fancy them to win, do you? Yeah. I think, I think West Ham have got a pretty strong, pretty strong side, haven't they? Uh, yeah. Fiorent- oh, Fiorentina. That's going to be a tough one. Yeah, it'd be a tough one, but I still think we've got enough. They should have enough. But yeah, I mean, this is the test, isn't it? These for these players: Declan Rice, Ben Rama, the Jared Bowen, Paqueta, Antonio. Like they got to step up and show that they're top level, and not just you know run of the mill professionals. If they want to show that they're you know top of the Premier League players, they got to got to get it done in the big games, as it were. Um. Right, then, mate, to finish off, before we do our predictions for the weekend, uh, the last ones of the think. season, let's go with the championship playoffs, mate. Luton versus Coventry. Uh, I, I'm, you know who I'm going to go for. But aren't you just loving the fact that one of those two will go into the Premier League? Yeah. I think it's wicked, mate. I'm yeah. just so happy with that as a, as a fixture. Um, for me... I just think Luton have got that bit of experience from the last couple of years, which might see him through. But I would argue that Coventry have got the momentum because after the nightmare start they had to the season, they have literally just gone up since then. And I think when you look at that momentum, I think momentum can play a big part. Confidence can play a big, big part. And I mean, but then saying that, you know, the season began with Coventry bottom of the league. They had to postpone four or five games due to a damaged pitch. Luton had just lost Nathan Jones, walked out for the second time. Rob Edwards took over. And, you know, they've both just gone on this crazy run. And, I mean, left Luton have been up there all season, but Coventry have just gone up and up and up. Should be a good game. Oh, mate, sorry, I just remembered. We, the end of last week's show, we... Uh, the Sheffield Wednesday equal uh, scored that goal, didn't they? At the last minute, we got your live reaction to it. Oh, yeah. That was just an incredible game, wasn't it? To, yeah. Even the extra time in the penalties, it was just incredible. Yeah. Dan Ferguson looks broken, mate, at the end of the penalties, didn't he? He's got a new three-year deal. I'm sure he's happy. <laughs> um, so, Mark Robbins is Coventry or Rob Edwards? Coventry. 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 What makes you? Plump for them over Luton because I've stuck with them. I've seen him. I said it a few uh, a few weeks back. Coventry looks strong. There's always a team at the end that, that that comes out of nowhere and wins and wins and wins and wins. And I just think now that they're on that trajectory and you know it'd be a decent game. Luton have done very well, but uh, yeah, no, they beat Middlesbrough 
over two games, which is no mean feat. So, yeah, I'm going both, to both sides got a 20 goal a season striker. Uh, Luton got Carlton Morrison Morris, who scored 20, assisted seven. Um, and then Coventry it's a tight ground, Kenilworth Road, the way they play, I don't think they'll be able to do that on Wembley. You know, so yeah, they're quite compact, aren't they? The way Luton play, yeah, they kind of step back and and play football on the break. But you know, it doesn't always. There's always a little bit of luck when it comes to these big games. Like it's going to be or, so or a tight. Bit of quality that, that yeah. So hopefully it's one of them and not a referee decision. Or, yeah, or a mistake or something. Yeah, I'm sure VAR will be on this this game. So well, you'd think so, mate. They what do they call it? They call it the they used to call it the hundred million pound game, didn't they? Yeah. So I mean. Yeah. Be yeah. disgraceful if VAR's not in it, yeah. to be honest with you. Um, yeah, like I just think it's going to be very close. Looking at um, Victor Gjorkeres, his uh, stats for Coventry, he's second in the top scorers chart for um, the league with 21 goals, 11 assists. Um, he also scores uh, basically a goal every other game. Takes about two hundred minutes per goal, but his his uh, shot accuracy is really high. It's like sixty percent, so like tends to hit the target more times than not. Scored <clears> a lot of goals, created a lot of goals as well. So it's going to be an interesting one. I, I'd be very surprised if one side kind of ran away with it. I think it'll be you know tight, maybe even go to extra time. That should be a game. Um, do you think Sheffield Wednesday will go on and get the um, the yes. big one? I think Sheffield Wednesday will win, and I think Stockport County will win. So there's your free treble. You're welcome. Coventry you win. Mate. Sheffield Wednesday win. Stockport win. Boom. I bet be uh, free treble for you all the weekend. I bet Gary Neville and Cole were absolutely devastated when Salford uh, oh, yeah. fell apart in the playoff semi final. A bit didn't they? Yeah. Right. Let's have a look at these predictions. Um, guys, if you've got any questions, get them in before the end of the show. We're going to be finishing up after our predictions. Um, let's have a look. I might do. Um, do you fancy doing a, a watch along for the Champions League final, mate? Or would you prefer not to? Um, it's after the FA Cup final, so it's going to be um, possibly, be like, possibly, yeah. It'll be the week out. So the FA Cup finals a week Sunday in it or week Saturday. And yeah. then it'll be the following Saturday normally. Yeah. Um or it might even be the following Wednesday. No, it's been Saturday, haven't it, recent in recent times. Yep. Uh, right then, let's have a look at these. The last super six, I think, of the season. <coughs> Premier League. We got Brentford at home to Man City, the champions. Obviously, Man City's already got the, the Premier League sewn up. Brentford not really playing for anything, I don't think. So do we think Brentford get anything? They're one of the only teams to beat City this year, man. Yeah, United, so Brentford. We're going to go for a double. Oh, interesting. Is that Brentford okay. as well? Yeah, double. And technically, Brentford can still get that seventh spot. So, yeah, actually... Exactly. So they've got yeah. a lot to play for. City uh, are thinking about other things now. So Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be their second string, I think, isn't it? Arsenal, 2-0. So I've gone two two Brentford City, um, and I've gone four one to Arsenal against Wolves. I'll go United Fulham. I think United should rest everybody and give Butland a debut. Let Maguire, McTomney, uh, who else is leaving? Anyone who's leaving, let them say goodbye. I would not. There's not one first team player who I think needs to play for United on Saturday. Hmm. But. I think Ten Hag will play a fairly strong side. He might rest one or two, but I think he'll play generally. He might give, like he might play Maguire because if United win, they're guaranteed third. Whereas if they drop points, Newcastle can catch them. And I think Ten Hag for himself, when he's the pride and stuff like that, will want to finish as high as possible. Yeah. So I go three two anyway to United. Right. Okay. I'm gonna go. Uh, one nil Chelsea. What about United? Oh, United. Uh, yeah, same as you. Uh, three, uh, three one. Three one. Uh, and then what did you say? Two nil to Chelsea. Yeah. Wow. 
1-0 to Chelsea. Yeah. Well, mate, judging how bad Chelsea have been, Newcastle have wobbled a little bit in the last four. Yeah, last game of the season at the bridge. I think yeah, I can see that. One I've nil. gone for a high score in 4-2 to Newcastle. Uh, Leeds at home to Spurs. 2-1 uh, Leeds. That's what I've got, 2-1 Leeds. That's interesting. Uh, Southampton versus Liverpool at Southampton. Southampton already down. I think Liverpool could have a nice easy win there. I've gone 4-2 Liverpool. Because I think yeah. Southampton will have a... You know, they'll throw something at it, won't they? Yeah. 2-2. Um, and then, uh, just for fun, we'll do a score for the playoff final as well. I'm going to go with... Two all after extra time, Luton Town on penalties. Oh, Coventry win. Don't know the score. Coventry win. Coventry all day long, he says. Well, there we go. Um, right then, mates. Um, I just want to make sure. I think there was something else I wanted to ask you about, but I can't remember what it was. Well, we'll, uh, we'll save it for next week. And because uh, next week we'll be doing the FA Cup final preview and we'll be looking at some other bits and pieces. Uh, I'm actually doing a video on the FA Cup final next week. Um, might get you involved in that, mate, if you're up for a little uh, tactical analysis, little 20 minute job. Yeah. But um, we'll see how we go for we both go for time. Uh, back to Thursday next week, I think, mate, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think there's any games yeah. on, is there? No, uh, Thursday, but um, yeah, you know, you can let me know when you're in the week if there's yeah. any uh potential hiccups. But uh, what you got planned for the weekend? Golf, no, uh, golf Sunday tomorrow. Ethan's got a game, then I've got a game at FC United charity game. Len Johnson, boxer, there. yeah, so uh, some nice. boxers there, some some uh, some MMA fighters, and old FC United players. Um, nice playing one. between ourselves, so that should be good. Should be a good turnout. And then I've got golf 10.52. Cooking on gas at the minute. So, mind you, I, I did, went, uh, the head of stinker yesterday. So, I was eight over yesterday. I was a stinker. I was four over. Right, get the hits. I was four over after two holes. So, I double bogeyed the first, double bogeyed the second, and went pa, 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 Thursday, pa, pa. Birdie, bogey, 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 bogey. So, so he started well, uh, started badly, finished started badly. badly. Middle was in the middle was super finish and bad, yeah. So, jeez. But it's these new yeah. clubs. Once I get them together, I'll be on tour. Me and Tiger. Don't worry about it. Beautiful. Um. So there we go. Rivalry gigs and football for one week done. The Premier League season is coming to an end. It's going to be uh, an interesting summer, as always, mate. It's a pleasure. Ciao, Bella. Take it easy, he says, as he can't find the video clip as usual. What is going on? Just oh, unprofessional. Sports Social Podcast Network.